It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, because like, when I shot, I expected to make it. So like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Canada, the NBA title is yours. We're going to the first time of the Hail Mary 3 by Mo Get that garbage out of here. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 814 of Locked On Raptors for Wednesday, October the 28th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the entirety of the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got tons of stuff for you from baseball talk over on Locked On MLP, Locked On Dodgers, Locked On Rays, breaking down the end of the World Series and the uh, very, very heinous actions of of Justin Turner, who tested positive for COVID and then came on the field anyway. That'll all be covered on Locked on MLB for you today, so go check that out. Uh, of course, we've got our Locked on NFL shows going strong, Locked on NHL in the offseason, still covering all the latest going on in the hockey world, and of course, the Locked on NBA shows are going strong leading up to the NBA draft, so go subscribe to the shows covering the teams that you like. It's much appreciated when you go ahead and do that. There's almost certainly more than one Locked on podcast out there for you. All right. On today's show, it is our second appearance on the feed today. Uh, if you have not yet listened, go back and listen to the episode I did with today's guest on this episode as well, Katie Heindel, as we talked about the Terrence Davis arrest and allegations of assault uh, of his ex-girlfriend. Uh, we dove into that on a sort of uh, shorter basis, but go check that out from earlier today on the feed. Um, but today we are uh, diving into something I've been teasing for a few days now with our guest, Katie Heindel. Katie, first of all, let's get to the you before we get to the topic of today's show how are you i'm good dude um i was really shocked uh to see snow where i am yesterday uh but you know that's fine that's happening that's just weather and it's inevitable it's, it's weather that's inevitable in canada which happens to be uh, the topic of today's podcast um yeah as, as we've been good, alluding uh, to, good intro huh? look it, it was better <laughs> until you pointed it out we were just gonna breeze by it and people were gonna be like damn that guy's a pro but Katie had to point it out how much of a pro I am, which cuts into how much of a pro I actually am. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'll try to do a, a transition into a, an ad read later, and hopefully you won't uh, bring attention to how smooth it was. Uh, <laughs> but either way, on today's show, we are diving into a fun little exercise where because America is continuing to have record high case levels and apparently the plan to play NBA basketball is being ex expedited to uh, late December before Christmas even, uh, we're all very unsure about this and very un uncomfortable, I think. And also the Toronto Raptors are currently unable to play at home if all the regulations and restrictions from the Canadian gov government are going to stay in place for the next two months. That's going to be the case. And you currently have uh, strange backwater towns vying for the Raptors to come and play in them, which is very strange and 
thirsty. Um, so we decided what better way to keep the Raptors from having to play in Kansas City or whatever than to just move the entire NBA to Canada and let the Raptors play at home and force all the other teams to adjust and move to places where they are unfamiliar. Uh, so today's and tomorrow's podcast, we are going to relocate the entire NBA to Canada and choose befitting cities of each of the 30 franchises in the NBA or 29, I guess, because the Raptors are clearly playing at home. Um, and we're going to move them to cities that uh, would embrace them, would match their sensibilities and all that good stuff. So today we're going to dive into the Eastern Conference. Tomorrow we will dive into the West and it will be quite fun. Katie, are you ready to uh, do a little exercise we're calling Let's Move to Canada? Oh, yeah. I got my map pulled up. Um <laughs> My deep, deep, no, unshakable knowledge of uh, Canadian geography, geography mm-hmm. in general, ready to go. How many of the provinces have you been to, Katie? I've been to, I've been to all of them except for Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and then I haven't been to the, any of the territories. Okay. I've never been to BC, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, or Newfoundland. I've been to the rest. Oh, so. I've never been to Newfoundland. Mm, I really want to go to Newfoundland. I have family out Same. there that I feel like I could go and uh, bunk with if really, uh, <laughs> if they weren't totally cordoned off from the rest of the world right now because of COVID. But um, yeah, we're, we're going to dive on in and we're going to, again, assign a city for each of these teams to move to in Canada. That is befitting. We're not going to do conferences because that's a little bit restrictive. So any part of Canada is open to any one of these teams and we will dive into it now. Katie. Let's start with the Atlanta Hawks because alphabetical order is the way to do this. Uh, the Hawks, of course, a bad team, a young team, up and coming, perhaps. Is there a city in Canada that you think really fits the sensibilities of the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, I kind of want to put these guys out east. Okay. Um, you know, Atlanta, something like Atlanta Atlantic. Sorry, I don't know if that's a cop out. <laughs> um, but I don't know that I want to stick them in... Halifax because maybe saving that for someone later. Yeah, but that's, I do that's prime, think I want to prime real estate. Yeah, Halifax is. I do think I want to set up like a potential um, rivalry. So where I'm actually going to put them is in Dartmouth, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because Dartmouth is a very um, like kind of scrappy little town that's mm-hmm. growing bigger by the day. I know a lot of people that personally have moved just across the harbor from Halifax to Dartmouth to open businesses, make it very cool again. It's just kind of like got a good, um, there's like a really good spirit, a good like lively energy. And I feel like the Hawks could use some of that energy Mm -hmm. in general. Um, And it would be, they would be like such a lauded and like, um, like incredible team there. You know, they get a lot of support right away. Um, I'll decide who I want their rivalry to be with in Halifax when we get there. (laughs) But uh I think that could be, I think it could be a good fit. Are you concerned about the Halifax metro area being able to support two teams? No, I think they can handle it. I think Halifax doesn't get enough credit for what it's able to support. It's a very rich uh, sporting community. Mm -hmm. It's a a rich sporting community. They have a soccer team out there, the Halifax Wanderers, that are very, very, uh, very, very supported. Uh, I have a T-shirt of them. I've been to one of their games. It's awesome. Um, They have the Halifax Rain Men of the National Basketball League of Canada, which have been well supported out there. They often host the uh, U Sports National Championships, which, of course, are not happening this year, but uh, they, they often go to Halifax I I think yeah I'm with you it's a basketball hub and the Hawks going to Dartmouth I think makes some sense 
how we're going to do this if there is disagreement, Katie, is we're just going to flip this. Uh, I ha- Usually we flip a coaster. I don't have a coaster in front of me right now, but I do have from our friends at Round Ball Rock a pin on which the front is a picture of Benny the Bull and John Paxson in a compromising position from The Shining. Uh, and then the back is just the pin side. And so heads will be uh, the, the, the Benny the Bull side. Tails will be the pin side. We'll just flip it if there's any disagreement. But you've made a pretty compelling argument here. I think I'm okay to put the Atlanta Hawks in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. So good job. All right. All right. One we, move on. <laughs> we move on to the Boston Celtics. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you know I what? can I go first on this one? Yeah, actually, go ahead. Okay, uh, I'm going to move the Boston Celtics to Quebec City. Here's my reason. Okay, explain. I, it's Boston, Quebec City, both historically rich towns, lots of uh, old buildings, and you know, there's like an old sort of downtowny part in both as well, with cobblestone roads and whatnot. But overall kind of built up to be way more than it actually is. I've been to Quebec City before. I've stopped there. I've spent a night there. I did not really understand the hype. It's strangely laid out. The downtown is like kind of barren aside from the old Quebec part, which is just like riddled with tourists. And that's kind of the case in Boston. When you go to Boston, sure, there are some nice sort of parts on the outskirts. You know, there's Alston near Harvard. That's pretty nice. There's some cool bars and whatnot around there. But when you go to like the downtown, it's just basically like a tour of colonial America. And it's overrun with tourists. There's the wharf and things like that. where again, overrun with just people, uh, you know, looking for Instagram pictures and stuff like that. It's uh, that made me sound incredibly old, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the it just, you know, that's built up as this wonderful thing that really is not all that great. And so that is why Quebec City to me. Apologies to anyone who lives in Quebec City. This is not meant to offend anybody of, for, for from anywhere where they live. Uh, not, that's not what the, the exercise today is all about. But I, I find that Quebec City is uh, very, very overhyped the way that Boston, I think, kind of is as well as a place I've also been. See, I was going to pick Vancouver for the same sort of reasons and to just like the, the Celtics are the team that city deserves, frankly. Um, but <laughs> you convinced me, so I'll agree with you. Excellent. We're being efficient here. It's great. Uh, we move on to the Brooklyn Nets. An interesting okay. one. Katie, you have allegiances <laughs> to the Nets that I can't claim to have, so uh, throw out an option. Shall you? Shall you? What? Whatever. I shall. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like what i mean to me i feel like it's edmonton just because i've heard so much about i've not been to edmonton okay like i have just full disclosure okay um but i feel like everything i hear about edmonton like it's cool it's up and coming there's restaurants um (laughs) design architecture young people is like what you hear about brooklyn um Mm. and like is kind of like tr- with the Nets being a very aesthetics based team is kind of very like pushed, pushed upon you. Um, so that's why I'm going to put them there. Okay. I, I, I see where you're coming from. I don't hate it. Uh, I have other options for Edmonton that I want to get to. So I'm going to throw out a different option <laughs> to see if I can convince you. And I'm going to say, let's go with Saskatoon. 
Saskatoon is sort of like the little brother to Regina, the way Brooklyn is to Manhattan. It's uh, you know, it's a little bit further away from Regina, but when you ac- account for you know prairie miles, it's like basically a subway trip away uh, in terms of the overall distance of the the prairies. And Saskatoon is sort of seen as this up up and coming place. There's a lot of money there right now. They're they're putting into a lot of development. There's um sort of a, a booming music scene and things like that. To me that screams Brooklyn where it's like, it's never going to quite be Regina. It's never going to be viewed as like the hub of, uh, of civilization in Saskatchewan, the way Brooklyn never will be viewed the same as Manhattan is. But it, you know, for those who sort of move from Regina to Saskatoon, I feel like there might be like, uh, Oh, this is just much better. You should really move to Saskatoon. It's really up and coming. It's so much better than Regina for all these reasons. There's the, the ease of living and all that stuff. The brownstones are beautiful. Um, that's my argument for Saskatoon should we flip the the round ball rock pin yeah let's flip all right so I don't agree <laughs> okay I'll let you call it in the air uh again heads is Benny the Bull and John Paxton in a compromising position and tails is the pin side so here we go ah. pin side uh it is the pin side so uh we're going to Edmonton for uh, the Brooklyn Nets interesting taking a big one off the board early all right um <clears throat> we move on to the Charlotte Hornets, of course, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, the, maybe the most synonymous team in the NBA. Do you have a, a city that makes sense for the Charlotte Hornets here? Mm, hmm. Not easily. You can Charlotte go first. Town. Oh, yeah, but I just, <laughs> I mean, I guess so. The most synonymous <laughs> province barely exists. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's mean to people in Prince Edward Island, but I think it's very clearly like the least relevant province. It's tiny. There's very few people who live there. There's like two cities. It takes four hours to drive the distance of it. Yeah, but they love it so much. You can't say that kind of stuff about it. True. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I don't think Charlotte's really offering the same sort of uh, ocean vistas, although it is, you know, th- there's golf in North Carolina the way there is in Prince Edward Island. They've got a nice airport. They've got mm-hmm. rocking chairs in the airport. That's all it takes to sell me. Um, <laughs> but sure, because I didn't really have one. Like, I couldn't think of one. Off the, like, it didn't scream anything to me, even though the name similarities clearly is what got you. But I'll, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. can agree on this one. Okay, fine. Uh, we move on then to the Chicago Bulls. Last one before we uh, hit a quick break here. Uh, the Chicago Bulls. Katie, where do you think the Chicago Bulls should end up? Mm. Calgary. Ooh, interesting. We're burning through the the Alberta ones before we get to any of the Texas teams in the Western Conference. I know. <laughs> I'm going against everything that I said. <laughs> uh, I just feel like, okay, well, Calgary is very windy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got some, uh, you know, weather similarities there. They, I don't know if Chicago enjoys, I don't think they enjoy like the Chinook. So that'll be a nice change for the team right? Uh, to get some blasts of warm wind, not just like biting freezing cold wind. I feel like you've got the similarities, um, the visual similarities of like the stampede, the, the cows, the bulls, um, cow town. Isn't that what people call Calgary? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Some people, not me, Calgary folks. <laughs> I love Calgary. Um, and I think just in terms of like a city, it's not the same size, obviously. Uh, they don't have the bean. They've got some outdoor art, and they're 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 developing into more. But it just like it just seems like it's got the correct attitude. Um, the city, and I don't think like I don't really want to put the bulls in like 
necessarily a smaller market. Mm-hmm. I have, I mean, I know that the Bulls right now aren't like a big market team, but they like are a historic franchise. So, yeah, that's that's maybe those aren't strong enough reasons for you, but that's uh, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> They are not strong enough reasons for me. I <laughs> think I'm going to lean like Chicago needs to be in a big city. I think it needs to be, you know, Calgary's it, big. Yeah, I know. But again, I want to save Calgary for some other teams that I think more suitably okay. fit the aesthetic of that town. I think Chicago should be in Mississauga. I think mm. they are, you know, Mississauga is this sort of beefy metropolis that's kind of slept on as being one of the bigger cities in Canada, but I think it's like top five. Uh, it's enormous. And you've got the sort of futuristic architecture. I could definitely see the Monroe Towers in downtown Mississauga in Chicago, having taken the architecture boat tour in Chicago and getting sort of a, a, a detailed rundown from a historian on what the buildings are and where they came from and all that stuff. I think that really applies. Also, it's on a lake, which I think is really important for Chicago. The reason it's windy is due to the lake. And I feel like uh, there would be not enough sort of wind in the hair of the Chicago Bulls players in Calgary, which is sort of landlocked and not near any sort of water unless you're counting. It's the windy. River. Yeah. It's okay. windy. Look, I guess it's so. windy. All right, There's fine. gusts. All right. Um, I disagree with Calgary. Do you disagree with Mississauga for Chicago? Um, like, let's do it, the toss. Let's do the okay. toss. Let the, let the toss decide. You could also call them the Michicago Bulls. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> sorry if that didn't work for info my favor uh we're gonna do this a little bit of flip call it i'm gonna pick the bull side it is the bull side damn it oh uh, well the two big uh, alberta towns are off the board sorry texas <laughs> teams sorry to the houston rockets there's uh, plenty of space left in alberta <laughs> uh there is there's a lot of space in alberta let's go to uh actually on the other side of the break we're going to get to the cleveland cavaliers and see where they are going to fit in but first i want to tell everybody about built bar which is the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to try they have six new flavors for you right now as well caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp joining their original 12 flavor lineup including my all-time favorite toffee almond as well as some uh, other tasty ones like raspberry orange peanut butter brownie Uh, They're all wonderful, and all their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for keto diets as well. And the best thing about Built Bars is that they taste like a chocolate bar. They feel like a chocolate bar when you bite into them. It's not like this gritty sandy mess where you have to put it in the microwave to like make it chewable and so you can get it down your gullet that's not what happens with built bar they're delicious and also like i said quite healthy cookies and cream for example one of the new flavors 17 grams of protein just 130 calories four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs and right now you're gonna get a free cooler with your purchase at builtbar.com while supplies last so get on it right now Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we move now to the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Katie as uh, we try to move them to a city in Canada to play safely the next season of NBA basketball. Uh, of course, Cleveland is situated on Lake Erie. So maybe that factors into our decision here. We want to make things easy as possible for Cleveland. I'm not really sure what the plan is here, but Katie, where do you think the Cleveland Cavaliers should move for the 2020, 2021 season uh, spent entirely in Canada? Yeah. I'm just going to slap them right across the lake. Um, I'm going to put them in Port Dover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was kind of waffling between Chatham uh, and Port Dover. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Port Dover, like the the Cavs could use a little bit of like um, scenery. That's Mm -hmm. like there's nice beaches there. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's the prettier side of the lake. It's also they've got that biker thing that goes in there every year. That could be fun for them, you know, maintain some of the like Cleveland. I don't know what. Toughness, sure. Um, <laughs> that rock and roll hall of fame rock energy, and roll aesthetic. Um, yeah, and I think like you know, no offense to Chatham, but it's 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 like an agricultural mm-hmm. town. I have a friend who grew up there; they grew soybeans, so I feel like that's not it doesn't match to me the aesthetic. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I just want I want the Cavs to have like an easy season. They can just drive around the lake uh, and and go to Port Dover. Mm-hmm. I uh, am gonna goes a little bit further up the coast, not of Lake Erie, but to Lake Ontario, to a little town that I grew up in called Oshawa, Ontario. And that's where oh, I no. think the Cleveland Cavaliers should go. Look, Cleveland, Oshawa, pretty hard on their luck manufacturing towns that have been hurt by uh, a lot of different factors in the economy, kind of been left behind a little bit by their governments, I would say. Uh, I would say also there's some charm there. Oshawa does have some charm. It's You got to find it. You got to search for it, but it's there. I haven't grown up there. I certainly understand the uh, <laughs> the reticence to really buy in on Oshawa as a legitimate town, but it's actually got some nice little elements. Um, I, I think you know, the analogy in my mind uh, sort of to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the famed uh, underground concert venue, The Dungeon, uh, underneath Laser Quest in downtown Oshawa, where yeah, uh, many there. a big concert was. Been You've there. been there? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a place to uh, get an eye poked out and worse. Uh, so, yeah, The Dungeon is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of Oshawa. Uh, they, they have a nice arena that's right on the lake. There's some nice scenery here and there. You got to look for it again. It's kind of uh, viewed as being not so awesome, but there is a lot of charm there if you really sort of dig into it. Um, So yeah, I'm going to say Oshawa as the home for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Have I sold you, Katie? You haven't. You can never, no one can ever sell me on Oshawa. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to flip the coin again uh, or the pin. So you take in Benny the bull or the pin side. It's in the air. Uh, The, the, Benny, the, the Benny side. It is the pin side. So Oshawa oh, wins out. Ha ha ha. There you go. You finally got one. <laughs> hey, man. I, I got a, I got a rep for Oshawa, Ontario. The, the forgotten pit of the GTA. Uh, <laughs> I'm allowed to say that because I lived there. Uh, my parents still live there. Anyway, uh, let's go to the Detroit Pistons, Katie. Just down the road, the closest team proximity-wise to Canada in terms of mm-hmm. where their arena sits. Uh, is this just as easy as moving the Pistons to Windsor and calling it a day? No, I don't want that for them. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like, ooh, I'm kind of like I wouldn't mind them to have a, a change of scenery. Okay. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. You go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm browsing the map. 
I'm, I'm browsing a map as well too i'm looking for like a border town again i think there there has to be some sort of element where the canadian fans can go right over the border to to watch the team play or i guess the, the american, the american fans, fans in this fans. case yeah yeah uh, whatever this is allowed i guess they're not allowed right now but they're not allowed no they yeah. couldn't come across but still for like in the future if they just stay there you know maybe they, they decide to do that i'm gonna say lethbridge alberta right down there on the border very very close to uh what uh, idaho uh, <laughs> is that the state they're near oh no it's uh, montana right near montana those montanan <laughs> fans from great falls and helena can make the ride up the highway which highway number is this let's find out uh just uh, the, the 15 they can take it right up the 15 get into canada and come watch the team play and give uh the pistons uh, a home court advantage uh at all times uh you know this, this is bad uh probably bad but I, I think a border town makes sense and lethbridge is close enough to a border town for me um just because i can't think of anything else sure okay excellent so uh detroit going to lethbridge alberta now we go to the indiana pacers the most landlocked team there is in the NBA, I believe, outside of maybe Oklahoma City. Um, they're, they're right in the deep part of the Midwest. Is there a city that you think could house the Indiana Pacers efficiently? Or sufficiently? Mm. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, it's kind of the same thing. Do you want them to have a change of scenery or do you want to keep them landlocked? Mm. See, I'm, I'm wanting to make this as comfortable as possible for these players. The reason I am okay. so hesitant to say move the Raptors to Kansas City or whatever is that these are places that, are you know, in their right mind, why would the Raptors players want to live there? It's far too much of a change of scenery. There will be no comfort or anything like that as they try to get accl- you know acclimated to living there for six months in a very strange, bizarre season. So I want to try to keep things as familiar as possible for these guys uh, moving from Indianapolis to whatever city they end up going to. Honestly, just because it has a nice alliteration kind of ring to it. How about Peterborough? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually one thing I didn't really think about in uh, coming up with the options for these other places. We got like the Dartmouth Hawks doesn't sound awesome. Quebec City City Celtics sounds really good, actually, much better than Boston Celtics. Uh, The Edmonton Nets. It's fine. The Charlottetown Hornets, that is basically the same thing. The Calgary Bulls, that actually were... Oh, Bulls! Didn't even think about Bulls. That, that's very stampede. Retroactively happy we end up that. with that. I yeah. literally said that in my <laughs> explanation, but okay. Sorry about that. Um, that's okay. We got the, the Oshawa Cavs, that's whatever. The Lethbridge Pistons. And you want the Peterborough Pacers, huh? Yeah. I, I was in Peterborough last weekend. Uh, went for the it's not great. drive. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's quite landlocked. There's not uh-huh. much around. It's like a little more north than you expect it to be. Um, you know, I'm sure there are some lakes in Indianapolis uh, <laughs> to, to match Rice Lake and the surrounding bodies of water in Peterborough. Um, yeah, I think that works. Peterborough Pacers, you, you've, you've sold me on that. No, no problem at all. We move on now to the Miami Heat. Ooh. The Miami Heat. <laughs> Let's see. What's the Miami huh. of Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. um boy is there a miami of canada yeah is it like lunenburg (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it is yeah yeah that could work um Um, or like temperate wise what do we have the best is like vancouver island and i don't know that i'm prepared to put them there okay this is going to sound a little bit weird considering the climate and the location but hear me out 
mm-hmm. the St. John's Heat. That's a drinking mm-hmm. ass town. Maybe you can't go out on the town wearing your your best fatigues the way you can in Miami, where really it's hot all year outside. round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you're playing during the winter, yeah, you're probably just under like six feet of snow at all times. So maybe that yeah. doesn't quite work. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, this one is a little tough. What? It's Grand Bend. <laughs> I don't know about that. Extreme party town, right on the water. Lots of yachts. Mm. The Grand Bend Heat. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, I'm not hearing see. any other suggestions, so I guess. Yeah, you know, I. I mean, I said Lunenburg just because of the bright, the brightness of the, the colors of the houses. <laughs> I guess you could also uh, sort of imply the heat inspiration from you know the large explosion that took place there a hundred years ago. Maybe Halifax that's a little explosion. bit morbid. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Halifax Heat doesn't sound terrible. Well, we got to say that for a cooler team. Um, but no, the, uh, the, Miami, I would argue, is one of the coolest teams. Eh, it's fine. I don't <laughs> like them very much. Uh, <laughs> but the, the explosion was in Lunenburg, though, wasn't it? It wasn't in Halifax proper. Am I wrong it was in about the that? Halifax Harbor? Yeah, oh, that's right. Wrong. I am wrong about that. I yeah. weird. Even they have a heritage minute about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm dumb. I, I've been to the, the one bar these. that survived. Yeah, uh. I'm putting them in the Nimo. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of boats. Uh, there's a coast. Mm-hmm. It's pretty temperate. Mm-hmm. The best we've got. It's a. It's a. I don't know. I don't feel like it doesn't get as many storms. So that might be like a change from hurricane season because it's on the east side right. of Vancouver Island. But there's still a um, of natural disasters in the form of earthquakes. So there's still that sort of familiarity as well. I mean, they don't really. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they're getting they're not really getting many quakes, though. It's in South Florida. It's hmm. more hurricanes. My other so, suggestion, you know, my other suggestion of Grand Bend is not it. Uh, it was potentially Whistler. Very, very party town. I feel like the heat, though, like we should, like there are party teams, but I don't know that the heat, even though they do have young players, their young players are, are weirdly not That's that true. type of partier. They're like very, uh, they love to just mostly work out. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like, like getting into revelry in that way. You know what I mean? Whistler's yeah. a good one, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. They, I've landed them in the Nimo and that's where they're staying for me. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with Grand Bend because I think it it works uh, and also works as like a town that where you'd get the sort of the Grand Bend flu teams would come in. They would go to uh, like the crocodile restaurant at the end of the strip in Grand Bend and really sort of light it up. And then the next morning they're like, oh, man, how am I going to play this game and lose by a lot to the heat? So I'm going to say Grand Bend. You're going to go to Nanaimo. I'm going to flip it. You Are you taking Benny the Bull or the pin side of this pin? I'm going to take the pin. All right. It is the pin. Nanaimo it is. The Nanaimo heat. It actually kind of works. Uh... <laughs> no, there's. I don't think there's a ring to it at all, but I like, I like where they are. <laughs> there's no ring to any team name that doesn't have a plural at the end. This is my theory. Uh, we got five teams left, Katie. We're going to come back on the other side, and we are going to dive into those five teams and figure out where they are going to play. But first, I want to tell everybody uh, about Locked On NBA, covering the NBA draft leading all the way up to November 18th, which is still so, so far away. But we got you covered over there. Go listen to Locked On NBA for all of your latest draft updates, scouting reports, news responses, all that kind of thing. So go check it out. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, Katie, we got five teams left. Let's rattle through these. The Milwaukee Bucks. Where are the Milwaukee Bucks moving? Hmm. I feel like I had I had a team I had a place for them and now oh no I cannot think of it oh Manitoulin Island Manitoulin <laughs> Island Bucks <laughs> explain yourself please <laughs> um I don't know there's probably like deer walking around there it's very pretty um it's like a nice uh, it, it's sort of along the same it's close-ish to where they are now, but I think they'll get a nicer change of scenery. Mm-hmm. They'll get to take a big ferry every day if they want to uh, go to Tobermory for some reason for to go eat at one of three restaurants. Um, maybe they'll get into shipwreck diving. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of hobbies that could sustain the team. All right. I see where you're coming from. Um, I am going to counter and say, this is an opportunity for the Raptors to really sort of uh, use the very, very bad situation to their advantage. And this is why I think it's kind of wasteful to only use Scotiabank Arena for one team right now, right? Like, it's, it should be smart. You should limit travel. I think the Milwaukee Bucks should move to Toronto, become the Toronto Bucks, and then give Giannis a real taste of what it's going to be like if and when he does come to Toronto in the summer of 2021. This is like a little amuse-bouche of Toronto for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense, but I would argue this is not a great year to get a taste of Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Um, mm -hmm. And I think I would rather, I mean, on on your argument side, I'd rather he has like a more free taste of Canada. Um, Mm -hmm. I think on on like an island like Manitoulin Island, it's it's still a big island. Mm -hmm. There's a lot you can do, um, but he might not feel as restricted. He's not going to be taking the subway not that any NBA players really take in the subway, but he's not going to be taking the subway with someone who refuses to lift their mask over their nose. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, he can maybe go out to eat at a restaurant. He can't, maybe can't do that in Toronto this season. Um, and Toronto in the winter is not nice. Mm, that's true. And Manitoulin Island, I mean, I know they get some weather, <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be beautiful. I've... It can be cozy. It's rather northerly. I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. true. How about this? <laughs> I would say maybe we kind of give him the best of both worlds then, where he has the quick access to Toronto if he wants it, but he can also ex- explore the beauty of the northern reaches of Ontario, which are far more pretty in the winter and far more serene. Let's put him in Barry, the Barry Bucks. 
You can that's go dip awful. down to Toronto. He'll leave. He will leave so fast. <laughs> he will leave so fast. I had a nightmare about the Barry Mandarin last night. I just remembered this, and uh, I don't want. I don't want Yamas anywhere near that. What about the Bracebridge Bucks? That's is that, closer. Is that too like much of a mouthful? Yeah, Muskoka Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. I kind of like that. The Muskoka Again. Bucks. The Muskoka Bucks. Have but we you come to, you have to pick, here? You have to pick a town because Muskoka is a region. True. So well, would it I'll be say Brace Bridge? Bridge. Yeah, Brace, Brace Bridge Bucks. It's a little hard to say, but it's a you bit get like the alliteration. Hokey. It's like making them a little hokier. But I feel like Robin um, and Brooke are going to like Santa's Village. Oh, and the ice fishing. I, th- I feel like that's a yeah. real opportunity for Giannis to really kind of get acquainted with okay. many, many bodies of water. All right, Brace Bridge. We can baby. agree on Brace Bridge. Yeah. All right, the New York Knicks. Where are we moving the Knicks? <laughs> Where's James question. Dolan relocating to? <laughs> um, the Knicks. Oh boy. Don't you feel like the Knicks could uh, do well with some like maritime sensibility? Mm, yeah, but I don't really want to give James Dolan the joy of living in the Maritimes. No. No. <laughs> I want him to hate where he is. I, I feel bad for the people on the team, but. I, I don't want. I think he'll hate where he hates be being in New York. So I feel like he'll hate where he is. Just wondering no where he's going to sell out the least number of tickets for a JD in the straight shot concert. Probably like Fort McMurray. You no, know? that's a good option. I was also going to say potentially like Timmins or maybe like New Liskard, Ontario. I feel like Timmins weirdly would embrace Dolan. <laughs> um. You know? we, are we going with something with a new in it? Uh, new Lisker? Is that an option here? <laughs> Where even is that? New Lisker is uh, it's part of the Temiskaming Shores uh, area. <laughs> it's where my best friend is from. So it's uh, it's I've been there before. It's cold. Which it's hostile. province is this in? It's in Ontario. Ontario. It's right on okay. the border of uh, of Quebec. Not Rowan Naranda. That's further in- inland, but uh, it's close-ish to around Naranda. In- yeah, let's slap them up there. Sure. All right. The new. Lister I don't think Knicks. we should waste a like a like a larger name. You know. On, yeah. On yeah. The- the Knicks. Yeah. New Lister is easy enough. Uh, all right. The Orlando Magic. Where are the Orlando Ooh. Magic going? This is a real Alberta-ass team, too, with Betsy DeVos being uh, the owner of this team. I mean, this one is more personal for you, don't know. Yeah, I mean, I want Terrence Ross to be a place that he's happy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, I want Betsy DeVos to be sad. So it's difficult. <laughs> Maybe we could find a middle ground. Medicine Hat, Alberta. Okay. So I feel like the closest thing Canada really has to like a Disney World, not in like actually like a theme park, but kind of in like sensibility in terms of like suspend your real life if you're an adult is Montreal. Okay. Um, which is kind of like I feel like a never neverland for most adults, mm-hmm. young adults. I don't doubt there are people with real jobs in Montreal. They're just <laughs> hard to come by in certain age groups. So I feel like um, maybe Sherbrooke. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, Montreal is set aside for a team in the Western Conference that I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not slapping yet, but... them in Montreal. Okay. It's like it's like in a distance where it's like where they kind of are now. Right, right. You know, Orlando mm-hmm. to Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't hate it. I'm going to say Medicine Hat because Alberta is very DeVos-esque, but we can flip the pin. Heads or tails, Katie? Uh, the pin. 
All right. It is Benny the Bull. It is the Medicine Hat Magic, which really, really (laughs) flows, I got to say. They have a hockey arena there. They can turn it into a basketball arena. Uh, It's all good. All right, we got two teams left, Katie. Let's rip through these. We have the Philadelphia 76ers. Where are the Sixers moving? Okay, okay. Um, Blue Collar hmm. Town. Yeah, yeah. Very insane about their sports. Booing Santa is a thing that they've done. (laughs) (laughs) like maybe winnipeg i don't know are they a john k samson ass team this is a question would john k samson write song the guy from the weaker dance um would he write sad (laughs) ballads about the philadelphia 76ers i kind of think maybe probably do some really good lyrical work regarding i mean that guy ben simmons fear of shooting and write a sad song about anything this is true this is true um, you could just do a remix of One Great City, and instead of I hate Winnipeg, it's I hate uh, uh, Brian Colangelo's callers or something. That was bad. This is why I'm not a musician, Katie. <laughs> uh, and I feel like Winnipeg's kind of gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can uh, accelerate whether it's going to be the process this year or not. They can accelerate the process to whatever its next iteration is. Mm-hmm. I, think- I don't think Embiid's going to like it. No, but <laughs> this is where I'm going to put them. Yeah. I think Winnipeg works. Uh, it's a city that, you know, is very, very passionate about their sports teams, the blue bombers and the jets. Uh, and I think could certainly, have that same sort of passion to make the the 76ers feel at home getting booed by their home fans. I think that could work. Uh, all right. The last team we have on the list here, Katie is the Washington wizards. Where are the Washington wizards going to play in Canada next year? Okay. 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 Uh, something about them. I want to stick them in. Where do I want to put them? Like Kelowna or something. Okay. Why Kelowna? Or Kamloops. Um, no, actually, I don't. You know what? I take it all back. I'm going to put them in Ottawa. <laughs> Just because of the capital city? Element. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's like pretty bland um, place. You know, it's like you're supposed to be in the action. There, you're not really. Not at all. There's at least better museums in D.C. Um, and like things to visit. Um, but they might just feel kind of weirdly right at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ottawa do- does very much have small town energy, despite it being one of the bigger cities in Canada. Uh, I can also say that because I've lived there. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's just government ass town. I, I think Washington would feel at home with slightly less terrible politics dominating them all. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we don't need to dive into that. Uh, um, yeah, Ottawa makes we sense. Agree? Yeah, okay. that seems pretty easy. We can wrap the it up Ottawa there. Wizards. Yeah, so we to, to, to sum up the Eastern Conference now, we have the Dartmouth Hawks, the Quebec City Celtics, the Edmonton Nets, the Charlottetown Hornets, the Calgary Bulls, the Oshawa Cavaliers, the Lethbridge Pistons, the Peterborough Pacers, the Nanaimo Heat, the Bracebridge Bucks, the New Liskert Knicks, the Medicine Hat Magic, the Winnipeg 76ers, and the Ottawa Wizards, um, which... That bad team name, but better than Ottawa Senators. So, uh, <laughs> congrats to them for that. Uh, I do feel bad that the Wizards have to play at the arena. 
that Ottawa plays at out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but that would probably re- re- you know, resemble the, the similar crowd sizes they would get in Washington, which is uh, not very robust. Anyway, that I think is a good place to leave it for now. We'll come back tomorrow with the Western Conference and where we're relocating all these teams. I have far stronger opinions about a lot of these West teams than I do about a lot of these East teams, as I think most people often have about all things in the NBA. Uh, the Western Conference is far more intriguing. So we'll get to that tomorrow. And uh, Katie, before we get to that, anything that you want to promote? Nope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the basketball feelings draft is done. Go read the whole thing. It's freaking amazing. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful, done. Wonderful, wonderful Six months later. Basketball Woo. writing. Yeah. <laughs> the exact distance we are from the NBA draft, it seems. Six months or so. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Uh, it's taking us a while. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's episode. Subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. You can find me at Woodley Sean. Uh, find the show at Locked On Raptors. All that good stuff. Listen to the episode earlier today about Terrence Davis uh, and the news coming out there. Also, listen to the episodes Monday and Tuesday with Robel talking draft. Those were really good ones. Go listen to those. And we'll be back again on Thursday to place the Western Conference in various places across Canada in another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.